Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five princess activities at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 36 where we discuss the top five princess activities at Walt Disney World. Before we get to the list, if you've been enjoying the show, take the time to go and rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're getting our our show. If you um, could share us with some of your friends who you think might benefit from listening, uh, please do that. I know that that Rob actually shared this show with one of his friends that resulted in uh, this episode, actually. So I think that's kind of cool. You know, we're going to do this this princess activity episode because Rob shared our show with that individual. So that's kind of cool. So we got some news to talk about, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to that later on in the show. But there's some big things that happened this week at Walt Disney World. Oh, my. So I, could have, I would have guaranteed to you that we were not going to see Mando and Grogu. Yeah. And um, on the day that Mandalorian released on Disney+. Plus, It was on a Wednesday, I think. On a Wednesday, right? yeah. Mando showed up. And so you had the Mandalorian and you had Grogu. And I thought, okay, well, they did it as a promo. Smart move, right? And then they announced, no, this is he's actually here. That's wild that they waited until that day. And, and then, nobody like, said anything. <laughs> no. Like, how does that not leak? Usually that Mando's going to come do. out. I know. Um, you had some concerns. I did. My concern is I saw a couple photos online that were posted on social media. And... There's, I think a, they have a person called a handler mm-hmm. that comes out with whatever walk around characters there are. And I saw they had one handler that I saw. There could have been more, but it looked like they were mobbed by, again, I'm, I always exaggerate wrong, but I would say probably a hundred people gathered around in the middle of Batu. So I don't think you are exaggerating here. I would almost say you might be underestimating how many people were there. Um, and I, I kind of argued back and forth with you when we discussed this. I don't think it's going to stay that way. You think it is. You think it's always going to be around 60 to 70 people. Yeah, and my first thought was, and and I liked your argument back, and if if you're wondering why why didn't I hear this, is Nick and I actually hang out when we're, when we're not. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, how do we handle each other? Well, no, we do. We're friends. So we were talking the other night when we got together, and I said, well, let's do a meet and greet with a line and a cue and everything. And your argument, I actually liked Nick's response back was, I just, I don't think a meet and greet is good because I think the walk around characters are better. And it's I also needed. Th- I also think it's needed. Yeah. I want it to be more like Disneyland. You're right. Disneyland wins the character, um, the character experience because they're just walking around in their element. Um, it's, so you're telling me that Kylo Ren is just going to sit and welcome guests aboard <laughs> and be like, oh. Well, they did for a little bit. And it was weird because they did yeah. that in Launch Bay, right. which is, so, it's almost like a museum in Hollywood Studios. It was just awkward when you walked right. in there. Hi, I'm Kylo Ren. I'm just standing here. <laughs> say what you will about, say what you will about Galaxy's Edge. I think they do the character experience and the character interactions better because they are walking around. You know, they're patrolling up top. The stormtroopers are walking through and they are interrogating the guests. I really think personally that it's a good move. I think the walk around's great. I do think the novelty will wear off a little bit. Uh, yes, you're going to have those people who are going to mob them, um, but that's what the handlers are for. Yeah. He's got it figured out. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I, it was just a nice surprise. And I think, you know, is it going to boost attendance? Yeah, probably a little bit there. Attendance is already pretty good at Hollywood Studios. It. Yeah, I don't think they um, need to get more attendance at Hollywood Studios. I know. Studios. I, I was. I don't think my uh, my sarcasm came yeah. off the way it should have. But. Yeah. Um, the other thing, did you see the Bio Reconstruct pictures? Yeah. yeah. So Bio Reconstruct is Over a photographer. Twitter, yeah that does these aerial photos, I'm assuming, with a drone. And if you follow them on social media, that's they're incredible. If you you're not following ton. them, if you're not following them, you you need to. These ones weren't even aerial photos. Did you did you see the ones with from... I still have not saw, seen those ones yet. Okay, so there were photos of the whole Moana um, World of Water walkthrough attraction that were taken of all the new foliage that's been added. And so initially when they put Tafiti in, you could kind of see Tafiti from all, like 360 degrees. And it's pretty large. Yeah. Should, nah. I, should I say 50 feet? <laughs> I think 50 feet is actually a pretty good estimate. I'm getting, I'm getting better at this. <laughs> Our regular listeners yeah. are like laughing, and it's, it's fine. Um, so I do think that, that what they did was they put in trees and foliage around. So now 
from the backside of Tafiti, you can't see it. So that's smart. I guess that's the backside of the wa- world of water. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong park. Oh, okay. So um, I did not write that ahead of time. I'm kind of proud of myself for that. Um, so <laughs> well, t- well played. Um, so Tafiti um, is kind of disguised a little bit, and also they've they he had pictures of like the the structure for the roof of Communicore um, getting put in um, for for that. I don't know if you want to call that a pavilion or that like uh, festival space, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Um, he also posted some stuff about the walls where the, it's called Dreamers Point, I believe is the official name. Oh, where, where they're a... putting the Walt statue. Yeah. Is it yeah. just Walt by himself or is it Walt with a character? Because a lot of times it's Walt and Mickey or it's. Yeah, I believe it's Walt solo. Okay. I'm. And people can yell at me for that, but I, no, I, I think, think it is. I'm picturing it and he's sitting down with like his elbows on his yes. knees. Yes. Yeah. yeah yep. I, I'm, I can. I can see it in my head now. Yeah. So I, so they had that, and as if that wasn't enough, the the following day after I see these photos, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see someone post pictures of the Poly construction. Which, if you haven't been listening, I'm an owner of DVC over at the Polynesian, and the new Poly Tower has walls. Now they are, admittedly, just concrete right now, but they're there. So that was happening. Now you say tower is, is have they defined? Well, when I how say tower, floors? I mean anything's a tower compared to a three-story longhouse. Yeah. But um, it's, I believe, and I could be wrong. I believe, based on the renderings, if you count, it looks to be nine stories. Okay. Um, and it's not in the way of any sight lines. They can build it up nice well, and you, high around the outside. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that it is in the way. Like, you could argue that. Grand Floridian can see it because it's really close to Grand Floridian now. Yeah, but it won't be blocking anything if the Grand I Floridian mean, is, you know, to the west side of it. Look, if you are worried about your sight lines at Grand Floridian and you've got the money to stay at Grand Floridian, get a lake view. Yeah, I good, mean, I, good point. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be short with you, but I'm just really happy that Polly is coming, or that the Polly rooms are coming along, um, because the closer they get to having that completed, the closer they are to selling, the closer they are to selling it the closer they are to telling me whether or not I'll be able to stay there with my points. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see that from a DVC front. Um, so this this particular episode, though, I kind of we, I kind of geeked out a little bit with my daughter over it. Um, you know, as we're, as we're transitioning over to the list here, uh, I think it's really going to be a fun one for listeners who have friends looking to go or they themselves are looking to go with young girls, but also, and we said this multiple times before, um, you know, also if you're just going with your son, there's still cool princess stuff yep. for, for boys too. Because they're just be great characters. They're great characters from these movies, male yeah. or female. I mean, you look at the Marvel movies now, you know, there's, and not in DC as well. Yeah. You know, there are female leads in these movies and they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. My son just bought a Wonder Woman poster for his room. No big deal. It's all good. It's a really cool poster. You um, bought a Wonder Woman poster? <laughs> yes, it's awesome. What's she wearing? Uh, full outfit, okay. all covered all right. up. I didn't it's know if not you were what saying. you think. Okay, I wasn't no, sure. No, it's cool. You... Okay, I'll have to show you. wasn't wasn't just a Gal Gadot. No, classy, gotcha. Cool. Very classy photo. <laughs> all right. Um, so, I'm really excited to do this this particular episode. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know that I kind of did things probably a little differently than you did. Yes. So I actually said to my daughter yesterday, hey, what would you rank? And I kind of let her kind of lead the way. I did move some stuff around that she had ranked just because I know that um, she has specific memories that some of them, I was like, really? That's your number one or that's your number two? And it kind of makes sense. And so that's why I moved some stuff around. But um, yeah, before we get to the list, though, I do want to tell some bad news. It is. This is actually pretty sad. It's pretty big. Um, So the Skittles halftime show is no longer. Yeah. Skittles uh, no longer wants us to taste the rainbow. That's true. Um, so we lost our Skittles sponsorship, unfortunately. So Skittles no longer sponsors the halftime show, Rob. Well, you know, it was a good run. It was. And the Skittles halftime show started off sponsoring uh, our local football team's halftime show. And yep. then it went on to sponsoring our, our little podcast here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, we have somebody who has... Um, stepped up for this week. Really? Yep. And we'll find out right after this. So, Nick, last weekend, uh, 
my family and I went and got pizza in uh, Rochester, New York. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to this place. It's it's fantastic. It's it, the name is really kind of fun and catchy. They're called Pizza Wizard. Pizza Wizard. Yes. Okay. Pizza Wizard. So we went to Pizza Wizard and tried out their pizza. It was gluten free, but. Um, I got to also see their regular pizza. It looks exactly the same. You would not be able to tell the difference. So for us people who love our gluten, we're, we're good. Yes. I mean, it, it was basically, it, you couldn't really tell the difference between the gluten pizza and the non, because regular gluten-free pizza is probably like, you know, four or five millimeters thick. The it's, cauliflower crust. Yeah. So Ugh. the way they do their pizza there, it's it's pretty amazing. So they do something that's called Detroit style. Oh, I which love that. It's like a pan pizza, similar to Pizza Hut, but I don't want to make that comparison because it's a whole, like, it's almost like if Pizza Hut was gourmet, you know what I mean? Yep. So they, what, what they do is they take that pan pizza and they put cheese on it and they bake the cheese into the crust. So it's kind of like a cheesy bread, and then from there, then they put on the sauce and the topping. So it's kind of like a backwards pizza. I love Detroit-style pizza and the fact that I now know that I could drive a short distance to Rochester and, and get this. But where are they? Like, where do I go? So it's in the city. Um, it's um, near another place that um, is kind of fun, too, called Swillburger. But it's on South Clinton Ave. It's at 760 South Clinton Ave in Rochester, New York. So it's if you're familiar with kind of where that city area is, it's just outside of that. You know, it's a decent area. Um, and, I mean, you could call them or you can look them up online. Oh, their website? Yeah. This is this is true. They are pizzawizard.pizza. I didn't even know that was a domain, <laughs> a domain you could have. And I don't think I've mentioned this to you before either, but... They have an Instagram account, and they make commercials that are absolutely hilarious. I have seen them. Aren't I, they? I think I've, like, reposted yeah, them online yeah, before. Yeah, I think I think we follow them now that they're sponsoring our halftime show. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, that's Pizza Wizard in Rochester, New York. Uh, give them a call at 585-565-4557 or look them up online or on social media. It's definitely, definitely worth the drive, even if you're in California. Welcome back to the Diz List. Uh, this week we are going to rank our top five princess activities to do at Walt Disney World. And this was a request episode from your friend, right? It was. I, I got a text, I don't know, I, recently um, from my good friend Brian. And uh, he said the magic words to me over text. He goes, hey, I'm thinking of taking a trip to Disney. Can you help? <laughs> when you ask one of us that question, be prepared. The next text you get made involves scrolling <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so yeah we um we ended up talking and we we got together and um actually brought my wife and son along too just to get you know different perspectives and and <laughs> i said to him when we got together he uh he, he said first he goes you know i think this is just going to be a one-time thing oh yeah and then i told so your if, story <laughs> so if, if brian's listening right now <laughs> trust me it's not okay because you know, two years from now, you'll be like, so I bought this thing called DVC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made the mistake of, of doing the one-time only trip. And when you do the one-time only trip, what happens is you do everything so big that you fall in love even harder. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we get there. And, and I remember when we were when we, uh, when we were texting back and forth, I said, hey, you know, I have a podcast on this. He goes, you do? So I sent him the link to the podcast, and when, when we got together, um, he goes, well, I think I've listened to, you know, four, maybe five or six episodes. I said, <laughs> and I go, I just texted you last night. He goes, well, yeah, I got up really early and started listening. He goes, it's been really helpful. I'm like, well, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so he may have the record for most episodes In listened. day. Yeah. So I uh, end up talking with Brian about, you know, what he was interested in doing. And he has a, a four-year-old daughter. I've been there. And his main topic was, okay, what can I do that's princess related? Well, on my one and only Disney trip that I took, <laughs> right? The, the one that the one to end all Disney trips was with a four-year-old girl. So <laughs> I think we can help you out this week. Yeah. I think you're, you're definitely going to be help here. Now the I will be honest, this is a hard list to make, not because I haven't done a lot of these things. I mean, some of them I, ha I haven't done, but I know what they are. But there's so many things for me that are similar mm -hmm. that, and you know, like, again, Jasmine, 
versus uh, Ariel. I've got know. a solution. Sure. And I, I, I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. So this one was hard. Like, So my number five on my list here, there's two rides that I went back and forth, and I almost thought of having a tie, and I made myself a rule that I'm not going to do ties. Okay. Like, I don't want to do ties. So I, right. I put one at six, and then five for me is is going to be the Frozen After Ever show. Frozen Ever After show? The show. Yeah. The show yeah. was called Ever After. Yeah. The other ride I speak of got bumped. Because of the show. Okay, so you're talking about the Frozen the frozen stage show. It's called Frozen Ever After, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, but why are you looking at me like that's, that's not my, what it's called? Because that's my number five. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, giving me this look like, and I'm like, wait, is it not called well, Frozen After Ever After? Yeah, but you said Frozen After Ever at first. But Did that's I okay. really? Yeah, it's hilarious. But oh. um, I love- I, Should we go back and rewind and check the tape? Are you throwing the- Should I throw the flag here? There's, you like don't, that, want, you don't like, want to throw the flag. Like that commercial? Yeah. So People um, are rewinding now. Yeah. Skip back. Wait, what's rewind? Yeah. Um, honestly, I agree with you 100%, obviously, because yeah. it's my number five yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. So Frozen Ever After, I ended up putting at number five. And, and there's so many other stage shows here. Like, even in the same park, you could walk over and you could do the you know, the Beauty and the Beast stage show. But Frozen Ever After wins for a lot of reasons for me. One is they have these great narrators. Usually it's, you know, a pair of two people. It's been generally... Um, a male role and a female role, but they could be really any gender. They or, are hilarious too, by the they way. They are. They're great. It's really well written. Obviously, the uh, the snow that comes down and the, the <laughs> it's 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 fantastic. Snope, I, I think they call it. They snope, do. Right? Yeah. Do you want to explain why it's called Snope? I mean, we no, can I mean, tag just, team this one yeah. since it's both number five. Yeah. It, I mean, Snope falls from the ceiling because it's like this soapy fake snow, but it's. I, I love this show. It's great. It is. It's really really good. And another reason I love this show. Is because it's great for dads who hate the heat. Oh yeah, it's a nice way to cool off. <laughs> and it's it's a great way to cool off. And I'm telling you, it is a really great, entertaining show. And some honestly, are, the the music is yeah. really, really well written in Frozen. Look, it some really of the shows, some of the shows in Disney World serve nothing more than a place to cool off and take a nap. Yeah, this is not one of them. You no. can, it's really enjoyable. It is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> and you know, the nice part too is with the uh, the snope falling from the ceiling. Get some dirty, stinky people, and it cleans them <laughs> off a little bit. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a hidden benefit yeah, for what? Frozen Ever After. So we also didn't mention this. Frozen Ever After is a stage show that's located in Hollywood Studios. When you um, enter the park, it's kind of – it's almost like straight ahead. When you go right back mm-hmm. towards uh, the Chinese theater, you go straight back, and it's kind of right there on the on the left-hand side. It's very easy to, to get to. You do want to make sure that you're there – significantly before showtime to make sure you get, I don't know what significantly means. You, It's not something you just walk up and you're like, oh, cool, there's a show in five minutes. It's not going to happen. Um, you, I think you can still do lightning lanes for it. I know you, you could do fast passes back in the day. I don't know if they have a lightning lane for it or not. Mm, I don't know. But it's it's so um, worth the wait. Um, at first, I was like, I'm really waiting for a Frozen stage show. And then it's, it's funny. It's... You know, cools you off, and the music is great. The kids love it. They're, it's you know, kind of a sing along esque thing. Yeah, and they encourage you to do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Is yeah. it? Does it say sing along on the side? Yeah, I frozen so. after ever sing along. You just said after ever again. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. That yeah. that time I actually remembered doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's okay. But th- I I think that if you are going with a with a young girl, who is as your friend said four years old, this is perfect. This is a perfect number five. It's honestly a great way to start off, um, you know, princess stuff over in a park that admittedly doesn't have a ton of princess stuff. No. I mean, they've tried. Yeah. I mean, like like you said, they've got the um, the Beauty and the Beast sing-along one. Mm-hmm. Um, then they've got this one. Um, but outside, They have some Disney Junior stuff, but it doesn't do. really count as princess. Right. I would say that, that that age group, though, you can meet Doc McStuffins. You can do all that over there, and I think that that's important, too, but... For me, I didn't put it on this list because it doesn't qualify as princessy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that that's, I mean, obviously I have it as my number five too. So I think that's. One other honorable mention that I'll I'll throw out now just because it's, it's related is they used to have the Little Mermaid stage show, which is not currently running as far as I know, but that used to be another show. So, it, I mean, there were three princess stage shows at one point you could, and which was, again, 
That's a very hot park. We've talked about this many times. It's a really good way to, to cool off is go in and watch a little show. And um, I, agree. I agree. So anyway, I figured I'd, I, that's not on my list, but I figured I would throw that in just because it's related to the other two. Mm-hmm. My uh, number four, admittedly, I have not done this. And there are a couple things on my list I have not done. And this number four is in Magic Kingdom Park. And the reason you picked this, too, is this your number four, too? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Um, the reason I chose this, it probably wouldn't even made my list. And it's something I haven't done. And it's one of the only things at Magic Kingdom that I have never done. We have always skipped it. And that is Enchanted Tales with Belle. And the only reason I put that on there is because you shared that with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this is on your list because it's it's. From what you shared, it's great. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't put it higher because I admittedly haven't done it. And I don't know a ton about it other than what you showed me. I mean, and then I've watched on YouTube a yeah. couple times. It looks incredible. I mean, we can just wait and maybe you'll sure. hear more. I'm, I'm sure I will. Because <laughs> I can't go on and on other than where it is. It's at the Magic Kingdom. It is to, if you walk in uh, through the castle, it is to the right-hand side um, t- next to the carousel. Kind of if you um, pass the Sword in the Stone area, it's right over there. And that used to be, I think, Snow White's Scary Adventure. Um, I can't remember if it was right there or, or um, the area across from it was um, It just Snow reopened, White. too. So yeah, um, it was closed for a long time. But So can... it's not something I've done, but based on what I've seen, I would put it as number four. And I'm, I would I'm... elaborate and describe, but I am just going to guess that it's probably on your list a little bit later. I'm thinking that we'll be able to describe plenty more about this in a little bit. Excellent. So that is my number four. What did you have for your number four? My number four is my my workaround for why you said, I can't really say, like, do you meet Jasmine or do you meet... So when I asked my daughter, what was your favorite? And she said, well, can I do it like your salary? I go five to one. I was like, sure. And she goes, for number four, I really liked that time I met Ariel in the grotto. And she goes, well, I really liked meeting Merida too, though. Well, I really liked going. So she was naming off all the meet and greets. And so for me, my number four is do all the meet and greets. Yeah. And so that's my workaround is that meet and greets in general are a great way, especially for a four-year-old. Um. Because as a four-year-old, their perception of reality... Yeah, I have is, a note on this, yeah, too. I know what you're going to say. ...is yeah, such I that, wrote, like, yeah. that really is Aurora. Yes. That really is Merida. That really is um, Ariel. Yeah. And so um, I think one thing my daughter did point out, she really liked meeting Ariel in the grotto because when you meet her in the grotto, as opposed to, like, say, at a character breakfast, she is a mermaid. And so that was kind of cool. Yep. Um and I don't know if that's necessarily still true because I know they just reopened it. But when we met her, she was a mermaid. Um, so th- I th- I think that you have to do the meet and greets. It is a lot of time. It is a time commitment. Um, but it's worth it. And I will also say that there's like the mystery meet and greet. Do you know about this one? No. Oh, the, so Princess Fairytale Hall, I think is the actual full name of it. But they'll usually have like Cinderella and then there's a crown where it's like, you don't know who you're going to get, but you're going to see Cinderella and then someone else. Sometimes it's someone really cool. Sometimes it's like Elena of Avalor. Where is this? So that's over by the carousel. Princess Fairy Tale Hall? Yeah. Is that is that just the thing past Beauty and the Beast? Is it so, a separate It's a yeah. separate area? It's no, it's like you walk in, it's like a typical meet and greet. We got to walk into the into the room. There's like a wait. There's okay. like a queue there. I am, I'm really not familiar with that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right by, so oh, I can So I'm going to default to you on this. I'll pull up a map for you. Um, it is, let me just pull this up. Um, so yeah, anyway, while I'm while I'm pulling up this map for, for Rob, um, when you think about going to Disney World with a young girl that age, um, what you want to do is you want to do all of the meet and greets. And... I would say, honestly, don't skip them. Don't skip a single one because the memories you're going to make with a four-year-old is, like, absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's just, the I, I can still remember the look on my daughter's face seeing, you know, seeing those princesses for the first time. There's one in particular, um, which isn't from a meet and greet, and it's not on my list, so I'll just mention it, but our first night we were over at 
storybook dining and she met Snow White for the first time and it was like game changer, right? She was like, oh my God, Snow White stopped her. She walked away and she looks over at me. She's like, Daddy, Snow White was just here. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So yeah, do all the meet and greets. That's, that's what I got to say. So I just looked at the map and it is where I described it to be. And I didn't realize that fairy tale hall and the enchanted tales with bell are essentially in a the same location so it's i think they're they're just slightly divided and then before that is uh mickey's brave little tailor gift shop and then beyond that um after the princesses is friar's nook which is a nice little place for you to get a snack after you um meet the princesses Mm-hmm. So um, that leads me to my number three. Are you all set on that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Number three for me is uh, one that I, I rode when it was the original version back in Epcot. And I, they made an announcement that they were going to change this ride. And it was no longer the Maelstrom. And now the Maelstrom is the Frozen Ride. Okay. The Frozen Ride for me is, I would probably say, probably one of the best princess rides. And and I don't want to say that now because probably by the time people are listening to this, um, depending on if you go back and listen to later episodes in a year from now, who knows, maybe you're listening and you're, you're going, well, what about Tiana's Bayou adventure? Well, that's a great ride. I mean, we haven't been on it yet. It's probably not going to open for another year or so, but yeah. um, I'm sure that'll be a great ride too. But as of now, um, there's really only one, other that I think could rival it, and that is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, because that has also Snow White as part of it. But I see Frozen Ever After definitely shines the spotlight more on the princesses yeah. than Snow White, because that one is really more about the dwarves than it is, you know, the the Wicked Queen is not that much of a... Honestly, the Wicked Queen is as much of a... Or no, the Queen's not even in it. It's the um, it's when she's in her witch form. Yeah. So the witch is in it just as much as as Snow White. I is. personally agree with you that this is not that that ride is not princess themed, but that Frozen Ever After is yeah. the, the Frozen ride is definitely the one to go. Yeah, it's a it's a great one, and I I really enjoyed it in its previous incarnation. And since it's the princess episode, I'm not going to go into depth about that one. But the Frozen ride is a lot of fun. There's one kind of mild drop so if you're bringing a young kid so yeah like you know brian for example who's listening to this just know that it's not as heavy and steep of a drop but it's um i mean how would you describe it it's mild right? it's a little bit more than pirates of the caribbean yeah but it's not not scary not super scary it's enough to get your hair to blow if you had hair if yeah. you weren't bald like us yeah you're you, moving you, quickly you move your your hair would move yeah but there's a portion of the ride too where they have a, this pretty amazing animatronic. They just redid it, I think, in Shanghai. But the animatronic for uh, for Elsa, I want to make sure I said the right name and I didn't say it backwards this time or call it um, Frozen After Ever. Yeah. That time I know I did it wrong. So when you get up to Elsa, she's singing her "Let, Let it, it Go" song, yep. and you—I mean—you hang for a bit and listen to the song, and you get to hear a good chunk of it, and then you go backwards for a little bit, don't you? Yeah, you go backwards, and then you've got the snow monster or whatever the heck that thing's yes. called, and then, then it you adjusts go, you, and you adjusts go forward. You go forward. So um, prepare, and the reason it sounds kind of like we're spoiling it, but if nothing else, if you're listening to this episode and you're taking a younger daughter, sometimes it's good to explain those things. Hey, there's a mild drop. It's going to go backwards for a second. But, you know, I feel like my kids did a better job when they knew what to expect. Yeah, they YouTube. were more comfortable. You go to YouTube, yeah, watch a ride through. Definitely. Absolutely. So for me for number three is the Frozen Ride, and that is located in the Nor- Norway Pavilion in Epcot. So I didn't want to contradict you when you were talking about the map. Because you are so good with directions. Uh oh, what I do wrong today? So I'm off today. In case, yeah, uh, I was I was a little grumpy before the, yeah. uh, the episode so, started. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that Brian knows this and everybody else who's listening to this. Uh, Enchanted Tales of Bell is backed by Be Our Guest, so you have to go all the way past everything, like you're going to go to Be Our Guest, and you go into the cottage. So it's not next to the oh carousel. And when you were saying it, you were saying it so confidently, it made me question myself. And then I just looked it up on the map. I was like, okay, I was right. All right, good. I had no idea it was back there. Yeah. I always thought you would walk in and it was to the right and that's where it was. No, you got to go all the way back to like, as if you're going uh, to be our guest. I did not know that. Yeah. Obviously, um, I've never done this before. Yeah. So yeah. the tavern is back there. We've gone in that little gift shop. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? It's not LeFou's Tavern. No, uh, Gaston's, but that's oh, actually, yeah. it's actually before you get to Gaston's. Okay. But we can talk about that in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but I just wanted to correct we'll that. Do. Because I didn't want to forget, and I know I wasn't trying to contradict you. No, and I, um, I was <clears> under <throat> the impression it was there because. Yeah. But you've never done it. I've never done it. So yeah. my next one is um, something that you don't think is princessy until you do it. And that is just sitting and watching the parade. Oh, yeah. Because when you get to see all of the princesses go by and they are those actors, those cast members are so good about like picking out the little girls in the uh, audience. I don't know if you want in along the crowd. parade route. Yeah. In the crowd and looking at them and waving to them. Um, this is not one that my daughter added. This is one that my wife said, you know, what I really liked was. The cavalcades that they used to do when COVID was a thing and they didn't, I mean, COVID's still a thing, but when COVID shut down stuff made it so they didn't do parades, so they just did like little ride-arounds the park. You'd hear princess music and all the princesses would go by and it was a little less crowded. And I got thinking, you know, yeah, that's true. They do that in the cavalcades, but in the parades, they do the same thing. They are so good about picking out the kids along the route, pointing to them, making a heart image or whatever, like... Blowing, blowing them kisses or waving to them. If your daughter's wearing a shirt that is themed to that particular um, cast member's character, you are going to definitely elicit a different kind of reaction, too. Yep. Um, the parades are a must-do to see those princesses. And if you hear all of a sudden music playing over in Epcot, or if you're, you know, and, and you're like, look around, there's probably somebody coming, and it's kind of cool. They're getting pulled on a carriage or something like that. I'm, I think that's a great way to um, experience the princesses without having to wait in a really long meet and greet line. Well, I'm glad you brought that up too, because when I was chatting with my friend Brian, he he says to me, okay, my daughter loves Tangled, okay, Rapunzel. Oh what is God. there related to that? And I went, oh, well, the parade. And, you know, my wife was there and she started chiming in about it too because, you know, she she really enjoys it as well. Cleanest bathrooms in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that too. So is there an – he's like, is there an area themed to Rapunzel? We're like, well, there is. I mean, yes, there's bathrooms <laughs> there, but it's kind of a – we could probably call it a rest area you know how they, like on the, yeah. on the there's like little spots you can ways, sit there stuff. is i think it's like legit a rest area it's really well themed where you could sit and then another cool thing too that people overlook all the time is you ever do find pascal oh yeah so in that area that we're talking about in magic kingdom there's there's bathrooms and places to sit places to charge your phone so pascal is the green chameleon yep. character mm-hmm. in the movie and they have all these hidden Pascals all over the place. They're in the creek. They're on the side of the building. And if you need a little bit of a break and you need to sit down and your little one wants to play Fine Pascal, it's all in one general area. Yeah. So they don't have to wander off down by Haunted Mansion. But I don't know. I know it's kind of an aside, but that's kind of led me to uh, to that thought, too. That's another yeah. fun fun little activity. And definitely do the parade from, in my opinion, the best spot to watch parades in uh, Frontierland. Yes, easier too. Yeah, it's a lot easier to see. Yep. I feel like there's less of a crowd and it's not as hot. Yep. Because on Main Street, if you don't camp out um, early enough, you're going to be in the sun uh, and it's going to not be enjoyable. So, but that's, you're right though. Tangled, like to see Rapunzel, that might be the only place you see. Well, they also do the stage show in front of the castle. <laughs> right. yeah, which is on my honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, Mickey's Friendly friend Fair. Friendship yep. Fair. Friendship Fair. And that was um, on mine too. Because they do probably one of my favorite Disney songs, and that's I Got a Dream. Yeah. Which uh, <laughs> Nick and I could easily be extras in I Got a Dream <laughs> with our. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you've seen our picture on social media. Yeah. So, ah, that's great. That's a, uh, you know, I didn't even think about the fact that there's not a lot of Rapunzel stuff, so you can go and sit over there, but yeah. you can pick her out in the in the parade. So. Yeah, that movie's so um, under- underrated. I agree. I agree. Um, so that was my number three. That brings us to your number two. Yeah. My number two, again, is something I haven't done, but I, I see the results of this one and I know how happy kids are when they get to do this and that, that is the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And that is, um, I do know where this one is. If you go through the castle and you take a left, yeah. it's right there on the left-hand side. Again, we haven't done this and I think the age limit is 12 so i don't think my, my daughter's kind of aged out she's uh she's gonna be 16 soon um i don't but, think she could pass as a 12 year old no she's pretty tall too she's, <laughs> almost, she's taller than her mother now um but 
so and as I was researching this um, before I get to exactly what it is, is I looked it up. There apparently are two other Bibbidi Bobbidi boutiques mm-hmm. that I didn't know about. One of them is in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. And the other one is at the Grand Floridian, but they're currently unavailable. Correct. So the only one that's open is the one in the Magic Kingdom right now. So what this is, is it's kind of like a glitter and makeup session, essentially. Yeah. And hair. And hair, hair too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you show up, and they will um, do your hair like a princess, give you a crown. They sprinkle you with glitter all over the place. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they Here, spray some. Here's what I would say about Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Did we, your daughter do this? No, but here's okay. what I will say about it. Yeah. It is like the hair version of a video game with downloadable content. What I mean by that is. Oh, yeah. You go in there and it's like, you, you oh, level up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, it's going to be $50. Oh, wait. $175 later, you have a dress and you have uh, hair clips that are special. Like, so I. That's why it doesn't make my list, because I feel it's one big giant upcharge. Well, see, here's why it does make my list. It makes my list because of the reaction of the girls oh, when they come out. 100%. So that's why it's my number yeah. two. But your your argument is valid. And at the end of the night, um, all the dads with beards will go walking home with sparkly beards from holding their girls. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be holding their daughter, and they, they set them down, and you have this glistening, yeah. sparkly beard. Yeah. So you can get that sparkling beard for free, though, and that's why that's – why yeah, that's I, true. So this one is not on my, that's not on my list, but, but I get it. It's yeah. on my, it actually is on my honorable mention. But one thing, did you know that you can get the free, that your daughters can get, I mean, I guess we could get it too. We look a little weird on our bald heads um, <laughs> or in our beards, but you can get pixie dust over at, uh, in the gift shop there. Um, the, the tailor. What ones? I just it? called it Mickey's brave little tailor gift shop. <laughs> Whatever the heck that Well, is. cause it's, the, yeah. you know. Yeah. Over, over there where yeah. the where the giant is peeking in, yeah. in that area. Yep. If you go into that gift shop and you ask the, one of the cast members to get pixie dusted, they put this little shield over your eyes and they will pixie, like this little wand, and they'll pixie dust your daughter's hair. That's cool. Um, so you can do it for free without having to do the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. But I am with you that the reactions that that gets yeah. is ridiculous. They feel magical. If all you have is a daughter... Or if you have two daughters, that might be worthwhile. For us, we didn't want to do it because I have seen boys too. And oh, the yeah. boys they would come out and they yeah, they like have Prince the charming and yeah, and they, they put in the glitter and the sparkle and hey, every kid to each its own. Yeah, what so like I think that like for my son that wasn't something he'd be interested in, which is why we didn't do it. It is expensive, but like Disney's expensive, man, and and I think you you said it best when you said yeah, but the reaction and you right. know what? you're right. And, so. and I want to say this, too, um, just based on what our, our last thing here, and I know you agree with me on this, but and we're saying daughter a lot, but these are all things that, you know, sons can do as well and, and enjoy. Yeah, so, we're just referencing the fact right, that, Just like, so listeners Brian, know, we, uh, yeah. we're, we're referencing our daughters, but these are all things that are completely appropriate for any, any yeah. gender. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so your my number one is going to match either your one or two, I think. So my number two, well, my number two yeah. is, um, well, I know your number one is not going to match my number one. I know that. So for a fact. they may match so, right here. So my number two, though, yeah. is something I have done. Yes, and I haven't. Okay. And it is by far the, the best bang for your buck, in my opinion. People will argue with me on this. I think the thing but, we're going to match up. But Cinderella's Royal Table. Yeah, that's my number one. We'll talk so, about it together. So yep. Cinderella's Royal Table yep. is having experienced that with my daughter and my well, son. tell everybody what it is first. So Cinderella's Royal Table is a restaurant, okay? It's in the castle. You're eating in Cinderella's castle. And that's why it's yeah. number one. I don't yeah. know what your number one is if it's not this. It's not this. Okay. Uh, so Cinderella's Royal Table is... Um, a restaurant in the castle. We did it as breakfast and we got the earliest reservation we could back then they did pre park opening meals. So like you were in before in the park before everybody else doesn't really happen anymore that way. Um, but that doesn't matter. You, before you go in, you meet Cinderella. Once you go into the restaurant and you're seated, you'll hear this music and out will come all the princesses. And by all, I don't mean literally everybody, but Guess what? Rapunzel is there sometimes. Cool. And my daughter definitely met Rapunzel there. So, and she's a big Rapunzel fan. So, if you're looking for Rapunzel, that's where to go. Um, Rapunzel, um, Aurora, um, 
Tiana sometimes, uh, uh, Ariel. Uh, so it's kind of a rotation. I think there's five or six that go around in there, not Cinderella. So it's weird. It's Cinderella's royal table. You meet Cinderella ahead of time. She's greeting guests. Well, so it's guaranteed. Right. And then you go in and yeah. then you, then everybody else is walking around. I will tell you that it's a really good meal. The breakfast is good. It's expensive. Okay. It's an expensive breakfast. It's a character breakfast eating in the castle. So shut up about like complaints, right? Yeah. Because it is, you're eating in the castle. That's, that's incredible. We, we were seated by one of the stained glass windows. You're looking out. It's like main street and you have really decent meal. Like I had a steak and eggs. So it was like a filet mignon and like eggs. It was that's great. phenomenal. Um, and the princesses come around, do the meet and greet thing. They sign autographs. So they're back. It was for a while. It wasn't like that. It's definitely worth it now, in my opinion. I just pictured the funniest thing. What's that? Have you seen Wreck-It Ralph 2? Yeah. How funny would it be well, if all the princesses came out with Penelope Von Schweetz, or Venelope. Venelope. <laughs> what if all the princesses and wah, 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 like she comes out what if, at the end? What if, they, what if they came out wearing their like sweats and like their hoodies <laughs> like they're wearing in that movie? That would be hilarious. Um, as soon as you pictured them, or you described them coming out, I pictured in my head all of them and yeah. then Venelope at the end. Well, it would be kind of funny if they came out wearing those stuff like they were in a sleepover or something like that. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a great meal. It's a good... It's a good time. It's, I mean, you're in the castle. So I know you haven't experienced it. Yeah, but based on everything I know, that for me would make number one for um, anybody looking to go on a, you know, a little princess adventure. It's a difficult to get a reservation. So anybody who's hearing this and thinking, oh, I think I'll do that. Uh, at 60 days, you're going to want to do it. Yeah. You're going to want to. Uh, try to go ahead and get get that taken care of at sixty days, and you could get lucky and try to you know keep looking and see if you can book one. But it's not it's not an easy one. No, um, you know it, sometimes there's cancellations, and there are certainly websites that help you with that. But I would definitely book that at your sixty day window. Um, so, so yeah, that's my number one. Now um, that's my number two. Is your number one based on this list that you created with your daughter? So this is my daughter's favorite memory ever of princesses. Okay. That's why this is the number one for yep. you. I get it. Correct. No matter what you say, I can't argue yeah. it because uh, that's her opinion. And and it's the one I said we'd talk about later, and that's Enchanted Tales with Belle. Okay. Cool. Um, she absolutely loved it. Um, she didn't do much participation. She wasn't like a, any sort of a, you know, a, a character. You but can be you characters. did, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I got picked as a knight. Uh, I say unfortunately, but I think that's partially why my daughter loved it so much. Is there a photo of that? There I is. Think, okay. I can well, find hey, one. I, can, um, I, I may know, have shown up here and there dancing. I uh, know, I know. I, I, I will find it, and okay. I will post it. All right, good. I'll post me as a knight. All right, good. Um, and then at the end, like, they take pictures. Like, Belle takes pictures with everybody who is there, all the kids who are there, and then all the actors. So, like, And that's a, part of PhotoPass? It is, yes. Okay. Um, so... The weird thing about this one is if you have Memory Maker, you can you're gonna end up with like thirty-five photos of people you don't know because it's just it gets everybody's oh, gets the sent, whole group. The whole group gets sent. Yeah, gets okay, I get it. So I that's get kind it. of the only weird thing about it. Let's you just delete them off of your account. Or you find someone that, that looks cool and you put them in a frame on the <laughs> wall in your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so it's Enchanted Tales with Belle, as I said, is kind of back over by Be Our Guest. Um you go it's a it's a very crowd participation driven retelling of the story of the beast and bell and um before you go into the area where they're telling the story you are in an area where you're choosing where they kind of choose like your um i don't want to say characters but like your role if you're going to have a role and you have the wardrobe there and like you're picking stuff out so like the talking wardrobe right and I haven't got, seen that. I've only seen the Lumiere animatronic. So then you then you get all your your roles, which are usually just like they're like placards you hold up to your face. You know what I mean? Like the knight, it was like I have a knight head, and it was like up to my face, and the eyes were cut out, and like so my daughter got a kick out of it because daddy was up there standing next to the next to the fireplace, and well, I had like you're one a good line. Sport. Sometimes you got to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the kids get to do their thing. Like there's the dishes, and there's you know it, it was just it's a really cool retelling of the story where kids are just like, oh my gosh, Belle just entered the room and she's wearing her yellow gown. Mm -hmm. It's just phenomenal. Um, it's one of those experiences that my daughter 
clearly, I mean, at four years old, it's the one that she remembers being the coolest. So I had to be, to be quite honest, I had Cinderella's Royal table at number one. That's what I was ranking them. And then I asked her and she said, you know, my number one is this. And she didn't even mention Cinderella's Royal table. (laughs) I was like, really? Okay. So then I brought up Cinderella's Royal table. She was like, yeah, I guess maybe I could put that at like five. I was like, well, daddy's not putting it at five because it's way cooler than that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that for her, reliving the the story and having, you know, daddy be part of the, of the show was so cool to her. That it's So you might not be part of the show, but I think it's still going to be a very impactful time. And it just came back. So you've got to experience it because you don't know how long it's going to be around. They, I could see them taking it away. Um, it It's really a kind of a cool place. Um, for a while, they were doing a Belle meet and greet in there. And Belle was meeting in her um, blue dress, her like oh uh, the the first half of yeah, the movie dress, right? Correct, not her gown, but yeah. like her sundress. Um, and now she's back. Um, do, they're back doing the show. It, I I've got to tell you, it the fact that you haven't done it, even though your daughter is now like has kind of aged out of the whole like. I think she would enjoy it though. It's it's worth the time to go in there sure. to see the joy on the kids' faces. Um, if you ever go with somebody with a younger kid who's never been in there, it's 100% bring them in. Cool. Uh, it, if Brian really is doing a one-and-done trip, as he's apparently telling you, newsflash, Brian, you're not. <laughs> um, but if, if he really were, um, this is something you have to do. Yeah. It's that good. It is number one on my list for a reason. I I have great memories of it. Um, and guess what? It's not an upcharge. So that's another reason why Cinderella's Royal Table was easier for me to move to two because it is an upcharge. It's not, yeah. not cheap. So, uh, and any honorable mentions that you have left? Um, I, at the very beginning, before I kind of led into my number five, I said I had a hard time because I, I really enjoy the journey of the Little Mermaid ride. I like I, it a lot. I agree. That's that's my honorable one. Oh, it, it's yeah. very difficult to not put it on the list because we ride that every time. It's our tradition. Um, I always sit with my daughter and we like we point out the different same things and I sing and make her mad. And I'm shocked that it didn't make your list because I know that yeah, your tradition. It's, it's it's a cool one, but I mean, a lot of these other things are very special. For younger princess fans, mm-hmm. you know, d- despite my personal connection with Journey of the Little Mermaid and how cool it is for me, you know, does it make the list of top five things for, you know, if if we're saying if I'm if I'm sort of using the target as, you know, Brian's four year old daughter, you know, for example, I would say that these top five things were, were going to work. But for for me, I I really enjoy the Journey of the Little Mermaid, but it, you know it's not the most princessy. But you know it's five point five for me. So the only other thing that's on my list is meeting the princesses in their own element, and what I mean by that is oh, like Mulan. Well, in Epcot specifically, yeah, yeah. like I remember one time we were back in the shops in Morocco, the like the bazaar area, and I look over. And I'm like, oh, that woman looks like <laughs> I feel like such an idiot because I looked over, I was like, wow, that that cast member is really dressed like somebody from Morocco. And then I realized, oh, oh, it's Jasmine. It's Jasmine. <laughs> but because they were shopping, right? Yeah. So Jasmine is shopping, and on the other side of the store, Aladdin is shopping, and then they get together and walk out. And like, I don't know where they came from. We're in the middle of the bazaar, and all of a sudden they're just there, like they materialized. Like I don't know if they. Did he have a monkey on his shoulder? <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> that would be even better. I don't know if it was like some video game they just spawned, but they were like in the <laughs> store, and then they walked out, walked around, went to their meet and greet. Um, seeing them there, seeing um, Snow White in Germany, seeing uh, Alice we over did. in we England. We saw Alice in England. Yeah. I mean, That's does not Alice really... count as a princess? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, because like, there's like a whole criteria for them to admit you as a princess. Right, like they admitted... Princess Leia recently, but yeah. like I, Alice yeah. is not on that list. Yeah. I don't think. So the other thing my daughter said is like, I can't wait. I think that on my list when it gets there, she she was full blown giving us like honorable mentions last night. It was kind of hilarious. Um, but she had mentioned that the Moana walkthrough she's really excited for because of Tafiti being there, and she she's a big Moana fan. I think your daughter's a big Moana fan. Oh, too. big time! Both so, our daughters are. Yeah. So I think that's something that you have to think about too. I will say. Because I want to go back just quickly, because you did say, you know, this isn't just for girls. Um, my son was the kid who I thought was going to absolutely 
despise meeting all these princesses and all these characters. And when we got there, he was like the buffer because a four-year-old sometimes can be like, I don't know about this. Even the face characters could be a little bit like, not scary, but just it's like, whoa. Intimidating a little well, bit. Because to them, you're meeting for the first time the real Aurora or the real Snow White. And so my son became the the conduit for the meet and greet. Good. So if you if if you're going, I think that your sons will also enjoy meeting these princesses and doing those meet and greets. And admittedly, Disney has more princessy stuff to do than they have like pirate and prince stuff to do, which is why I do want to put on my honor my another thing on my honorable mention is if you want to do a breakfast where you want to see some princes as well, Trattoria El Forno. Um, and I don't know if it's back yet, but where is that place? So it's over at the boardwalk. Okay. They have a, I think it's called Bon Voyage Breakfast. It used to be called, I don't know if the meet and greet is back yet. If it ever, if it does come back or if it is back, that one has Prince Eric and has, um, from Tangled, uh, Flynn Rider. So that's another spot where you can cool. meet Rapunzel and, and, and Prince Rapunzel, Ariel, Prince Eric and Flynn Rider. So. That's that's uh that's what I've got. Um, do you uh, do you have anything else you want to add? No, the only other note I had, and I mentioned it earlier, was that the the meet and greets are good to a certain age as far as believability. I'm ne- I'm never saying they're bad because you can meet and get your photo taken with a princess, but there's a certain age, and I I can't put my finger on maybe you know maybe maybe eight ten years old. I don't know, but eventually it, you realize it's you know it's not actually the real Cinderella, right. but for a long time it is. And they're really good, by the they way. They are really good. They're really good. They, 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 they have very in. high standards. They'll suck you in. They do. So um, they're very, very good. But yeah. that that was my point, is it's always good to go and do those meet and greets, but, um, you know, the believability is... Uh, so yeah, but my, at four my years point old. Is, right. Like, like my point is do about... it do it right away. If you got a younger oh kid, do yeah. that early for sure. Yeah. The, the, the wonder and joy in their eyes is something to behold, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, thanks again to uh, Brian for, um, you know, contacting me and and I um, hope we could help you out a little bit and maybe answer some of your questions with this episode. And again, we love hearing from listeners with ideas for episodes. And I mean, we, we have a, we have a pretty long list of things we're going to do, but we love it when we get a suggestion. And, um, you know, Nick and I work together. Nick will um, come over and find me at work and say, Hey, we got a suggestion for this. Let's do it. And then this yeah. week I came in and said, Hey, I talked to my friend Brian. This is what we talked about. Nick's like, Let's do that episode. Yeah. So, so we love definitely it. let us know because we love doing these. Um, but it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>